The Austin Daily Drop starts in 30 seconds and is generously supported by Austin real estate rock star Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, who also does great things for buyers, sellers, and also prospective Austin home builders alongside Regions Bank with an array of construction to permanent programs offering the convenience of a one-time closing and professional guidance during the construction lending process. That way you can focus on the fun part, which is the design and details of your new home. Reach Tony by email to find out more, tony.trungale at regions.com. That's an email to Tony Trungale at tony.trungale at regions.com. Thursday, January 6, 2022. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosier. Stand by for news. Local COVID numbers to start off here. Thus far, no slowdown in the rise of COVID-related hospitalizations. Seven-day average of daily new admissions rose to 74.4 as of last night. That's the highest since August 28th. Community transmission rates for both the Austin area and Texas overall remain in high range. All of our metrics are in stage five right now. That's the highest alert level. However, as of this morning, the city remains officially under stage four recommendations, though that's likely to change soon. The statesman says 8,129 Texans are hospitalized with COVID-19 right now. That's over double the number just since Christmas. For reference, the all-time high from last January was 14,218 under hospital care across the state. With AISD kids back in school as of yesterday, early indications include a report that McCallum High School, just as an example, discovered 41 positive cases on the first day back via its testing efforts. KVU says overall the district has seen a big drop in expected attendance. Only about 84% of students enrolled showed up for the first day of class yesterday. COVID testing in Austin sees a new option pop up. CBS Austin says a free COVID testing site will open today from 8 to 5 at the Tony Berger Center in South Austin. It's being run by Nomi Health. No appointment or insurance is necessary, and they'll be conducting both rapid and PCR tests. Word out of South Africa, where the Omicron variant was first detected of a rapid rise followed by a rapid fall of COVID cases, has health experts hoping for similar outcomes here in the U.S. An NPR report from KUT quotes Dr. Bob Wachter of the University of California, San Francisco, as saying we could be in much better shape in as soon as six to eight weeks by late February or early to mid-March. Dr. Wachter also mentions two new COVID medications on the way, one of which is said to reduce the risk of hospitalization in Omicron patients by 90%. So there are silver linings here. Shifting gears, this January 6th is the first anniversary of the uprising and insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. KXAN has an update on criminal charges faced by nine Central Texas residents in connection with the event. The link in the show notes details accusations against Christopher Greider, Jvonimir Gerlina, Felipe Martinez, Samuel Montoya, Andrew Morgan Jr., Jason Owens, Jeffrey Witcher, and Richard Bernard. The article also lists Joseph Barnes, who was killed in a motorcycle crash last summer. A similar article in the Texas Tribune covers the rest of the 63 Texans who have been charged in the January 6th uprising. Our state has among the highest number of residents involved, at least five of whom have been convicted so far, and one of whom is now running for the Texas House. Mark Middleton of North Texas, charged alongside his wife, Jalise Middleton, is challenging incumbent state rep David Spiller in the March 1st primary. We'll cover this weekend's expected weather roller coaster in a few minutes, but it's worth noting that the Texas power grid did not, in fact, pass the most recent cold snap test with flying colors. Another one here from the Texas Tribune, who say that Texas natural gas production saw a noticeable drop in supply last week. 
During a strong but also fairly typical cold front, about a 25% drop in gas supplies and the lowest ebb in availability in the petroleum-rich Permian Basin area since last February's historic energy disaster. Several natural gas companies reported having to flare off gas due to equipment freezes. A more drastic interruption of natural gas supplies last February has been identified as the key factor in the failure of the Texas power grid. And it's apparent that those vulnerabilities remain. Two cold fronts are inbound just over the next few days. More on the weather at the end of the podcast. Meanwhile, KXAN says that a group of over 100 insurance companies have filed suit against ERCOT and Texas power generators over last February's deadly freeze. KERA in Dallas reports that Austin Mayor Steve Adler is one of a group of Texas mayors lobbying the U.S. Senate to approve legislation that would override new and controversial voting access restrictions put into place here in Texas and in several other Republican-run states over the last year. The mayors are pushing for the Senate to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. Alongside Mayor Adler, Eric Johnson of Dallas, Sylvester Turner of Houston, and Ron Nirenberg of San Antonio are part of the group, as are the mayors of Arlington. Brownsville, DeSoto, and Port Arthur. Coming up, it's time to vote in this year's Austin Music Awards. New owners for a celebrated downtown speakeasy, an emergency call from Austin Pets Alive, a handful of awards for a new Braunfels winery, and perhaps the end of Austin's run as the nation's hottest real estate market. All coming up in 30 seconds after a quick hello to Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, who is definitely the guy you need at your side if you're dealing in Austin real estate these days. Tony works in conjunction with Regions Bank on a series of programs available if you're looking to build a new home in Austin, Texas. Construction to permanent programs include a one-time close without a second set of closing costs, loan amounts up to $2 million, and no prepayment penalties as well. Find out more by emailing Tony at tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com. Speaking of Austin real estate, indications that the red-hot Austin market may be showing signs of returning to some degree of normal. KXAN says that a new ranking of U.S. real estate markets shows Austin dropping to number 10 in the nation, trailing Orlando, Phoenix, Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte, North Carolina, San Antonio, which is number four, Raleigh, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, and new number one, Tampa, Florida. That's three Florida cities in the top 10, and all 10 are in the southern U.S., and an Austonia story that says data provided by U-Haul indicates that one-way rentals out of town are beginning to creep up on one-way rentals into the Austin metro. Community Impact says that Austin Pets Alive has put out an urgent call for new foster care volunteers due to a staffing shortage that's the result of a high number of staff out sick or quarantining with COVID-19. They need fosters for 50 dogs as soon as possible. See the link in the show notes if you can help. Also from Community Impact, a big day for a local winery down in New Braunfels, Water 2 Wine, which brought home five awards from the recent Texas International Wine Competition held in early December. Three silver medals and two bronzes out of over 660 Texas wines in the survey. Congrats, Water 2 Wine. Sounds like a great excuse for a New Braunfels road trip. Austin 360 says the owners of the Mean-Eyed Cat Bar downtown are now the new owners of long-celebrated downtown craft cocktail-centric speakeasy Midnight Cowboy, which they've acquired from Alamo Drafthouse founders Tim and Carrie League. Very few changes are planned, say the new owners, who say they'll keep Midnight Cowboy in the hands of existing staff. They also run old-school mainstay Lala's Little Nugget and one of my personal faves, The Wheel, in East Austin. 
And one thing you may not know about me is that I'm an Austin Music Award winner. It's true, and it's a little weird, so I'll let you look it up. It's time to vote again in the Austin Chronicles Austin Music Awards for this year. Nominees in a broad range of categories grouped by Best of the Year, Best by Genre, Best Austin Musicians, Austin Music Industry Awards, and nominations for the Austin Music Hall of Fame. This year's Hall of Fame nominees are Jesse Dayton, Texacala Jones, Harold McMillan, Powell St. John, and Keir Worthy. And the weather, as we mentioned, power grid worries do continue. KXAN says two cold fronts are inbound. First, an Arctic cold front, which is arriving as I record this Thursday morning. Strong winds will make our Thursday afternoon high of 53 feel quite a bit colder than that. And we'll also kick up a fresh clot of cedar pollen. Even more reason to wear a mask today. Another freeze coming in the city as we hit about 30 by early Friday morning. Mid-50s tomorrow, but warming up to close to 70 on Saturday before cold front number two hits on Sunday, dropping afternoon temps early next work week back into the 50s. And that's the Austin Daily Drop, y'all. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. You'll also find their recent episodes of the podcast that likely include stories you haven't heard yet. So please do listen back. We appreciate your time very much. Have a great day. We will catch you again tomorrow. Support for the Austin Daily Drop comes from Austin real estate guru Tony Trungale, our very first sponsor and thus a pivotal investor who's been huge for the early success of the podcast. Tony's known for his work with Elite 25, Austin's premier association at the tippy top of our town's real estate professionals, and also works alongside Regions Bank on just about every financial aspect of buying a home, selling a home, and also building a home. If you're looking to build, you want to get with Tony to check out Regions Bank's wide array of construction to permanent programs that allow builders a one-time closing and help from professional consultants throughout the construction lending process. Loan amounts up to $2 million, fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages, interest rates locked before the build begins, no prepayment penalties and more. Building a house in Austin might seem a difficult prospect, but there's no better way to smooth out the often stressful financial part of it than to work with Tony Trungale, a great friend of the Mosiers and a vital supporter of the Austin Daily Drop. Email Tony for all things building and for more on Elite 25 too if you're looking to buy tony.trungale at regions.com. That's an email to tony.trungale at regions.com.